Okay, hello everyone. This is Chris Carlton again. We do University of Wisconsin Parkside today and Peter Wiersba, who studied abroad last winter, <clears throat> actually. So we talk about that in another podcast episode and we learned that you can actually study abroad in the winter. And Peter does a great job of articulating his trip from start to finish. He talks about the benefits of going, all the fun memories he made. He tells some really awesome stories along the way. And I don't really want to preface it with anything else because he did a really good job, honest to goodness, with this interview. So I'm going to turn it over to Peter in the interview, and uh, we'll see you at the end. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. episode of the study of broadcast this is chris carlton here with peter wiersba uh from the university of wisconsin parkside and peter welcome to the show thank you very much for being here yeah thank you for having me all right so peter is actually our second student interview and he recently studied abroad in poland and is that's right peter Yep, that is correct. Okay, so Peter studied abroad in Poland, and he's going to tell you a little bit about it. Uh, just kind of backing up, how did how did you initially make the decision to study abroad? What kind of got you through the door leading leading up to your flight? So, um, as far as like the desire to study abroad, just kind of going into college, talking to people, it just seemed that a very common highlight for people of college was studying abroad and that a very common regret for people was not studying abroad. Not, so I definitely kind of went into college with a desire to study abroad, but there was definitely that kind of that struggle of how, where am I going to find an entire semester or, or how am I going to come up with that money? And so there was a study abroad fair and I just kind of went to it to kind of out of curiosity and they had a trip to Poland um, during winter. So um, I'm not sure how it works at all the different schools, but for at Parkside for like the month of January, it's kind of like a J term. And so there's either like these intense classes or you can just kind of have some extra vacation time and or sometimes they have study abroad programs. And so thankfully I was able to get to be a part of one of those study abroad programs. And um, just through that process, I uh, got connected and started talking to them more about it. And they didn't have enough people to go on the trip. And so I kind of, in turn, became like a recruiter for the trip and got enough people to go. And it was just, um, I don't know exactly what else you want to know about, but it was just kind of a kind of a cool process. And it was they made it a lot more accessible to me than I thought it would be. Right. So what uh, what made you decide Poland? Just because uh, yeah, I, I understand you're you've got a Polish background and yeah. maybe just the trip kind of matched up with your timing or. Yeah. So I went during the winter. So you were there for, for a month and then you got back. And how many classes did they have you taking over there so, and what classes did you take? So um, how that worked was it was it only counted for one class. And um, and so that's normally what people do during a winter. Um, at um, my school and so how it worked was it was in total about like a three-week program so it was pretty intensive and so the first week was still in Wisconsin and we had like guest speakers um, who would one like gave us a history of Poland another one gave us like Polish culture and how it kind of is cross 
the crossroads with it in the U.S. and especially like in Milwaukee, there was a lot of controversy over some stuff that happened with um, Polish immigrants and then just different people giving us um, kind of their experience. And that was kind of the week prior. So like for like the Monday through Friday, like the week before we left, we had a guest speaker each day and just tried and also got to know the people who were going to be going on the trip. And then we left January 9th. Um, and this was, I think back, this was, yeah, this is 2017. So that feels like forever ago. Um, wait, wait, so you, you left January 9th. When did your second semester at school start? Um, our second semester starts like February 2nd. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, so you, so you're really cutting it close. Yeah. Then, huh? So then we left like January 9th and it was like a day of travel. And then it was like about 12 days actually like in country, not including traveling days. And there was a lot that happened, but like as far as like the actual academic part went. So um, the first city we were in was Gdansk, which is a northern city of Poland right off the sea. And uh, we lived with university students from there. Um, So I just lived in a flat with like three um, of the girls who went to um, university there and then one day we went to classes with them and so one day or did that during that day then one of their professors who's partnered with Parkside gave a lecture to us um, in English which was nice and then our professor gave a lecture to the school and it was like in this massive lecture hall and it was packed because her lecture was about um, kind of like this divide in America and so this is right before Trump was inaugurated like this is after he was elected but before he was inaugurated and so he actually like became president while we were in Poland. Um, oh, wow. And so that was kind of crazy. And the conversations we we're having with these Polish students was kind of insane. Um, just because they're not that anyone listening is going to be too familiar with it, but their country is going through a very similar kind of populist movement and um, very similar things are happening there that people are kind of are really anxious about because the government's like the people, the party in power is really trying to like consolidate their power and undermine like checks on them. And so it was just really interesting having these conversations. And one thing that really distinctly stuck out to me from that discussion was one of the girls on the trip. Um, she is like, she's from like a Latino descent and someone was saying like that came up and someone's like, are you scared? Like for like people, you know, and like your family, because there's a whole immigration thing. And she said, as much as I don't like Trump, I don't want him to fail as a president because if he fails as our president, our, it means our country fails. And I thought that was like a really like impactful thing. And it, and it was just these Polish students like were just were so insightful and like really add a lot. They're, uh, they were American studies majors. And so they knew a lot more about our culture than we did, which was very entertaining. So they'd ask like very relevant questions, the things that are happening in our society that like I didn't even know were happening. And then that was the extent of like the actual like school aspect. Like we went to museums and what and stuff like that. And then after we came back, we met a few times back at um in school. So we got back. What day was that? I'm not. I'm trying to remember. We were only there for like twelve days. So it's like a pretty packed trip. Like we were moving like all the time. Um, we got back and we met a few days and then we had to just write a paper. Um, like it was like a five page paper on like our experience and like trying tying in the things we learned, and then. Um, that was just, it was credit for one free credit upper level course. And so it wasn't like a really intensive, like focus on like in classroom study or anything like that. No. Yeah. What, what, uh, do you mind me asking what year you are? Um, so I'm a fifth year. 
I um, I've switched. Okay, and you went last because I was gonna say if I would if you could get get a credit for like I mean that's basically like a it's a vacation and a credit in one. Yeah. it's like I do that every winter semester if I could. Yeah, like honestly, it it was definitely it was super nice because it's like oh sweet like I get some credits and so that actually. I got a sociology credit for that, and that ended up... So I started with... At Parkside, I started with the political science, and then um, through the study abroad program, I kind of got introduced to sociology a little bit because the professor leading it was a sociologist, and through that, I got um, more connected to like the sociology program, so now I'm double majoring in political science and sociology. Oh, wow. So that, that's double major, so that'll take a little longer, right? Yeah, well, I um, this is my last semester. So, I mean, I started, I, I, this is my, Parkside's my fourth school, so I, uh, I moved around a lot my first year and a half. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I actually went to a lot of schools during my undergrad, too, so it's kind of funny. We should uh, talk about that after this. And uh, so now, as you, as you uh, plan to graduate, and you, I'm sure you've talked to professors about this and your study abroad advisors, but, like, what do you, how, how will that experience fit on your resume you're obviously going to put it on but is it going to dictate the kind of job you're going to apply to or the kind of job that you're able to apply to or uh, like what have they told you as far as that goes so that's that's what i've been trying to figure out and kind of with my advisors i've talked to it seems that kind of depending on the job you're applying for depends how you utilize the study abroad on your resume like sometimes you're just going to kind of have a general like, oh, yeah, I studied abroad and you kind of drop it in there like to get them to ask you about it because that kind of then you can kind of that springs into some good conversation you can have during an interview. Um, yeah. And for me, like that's kind of mostly what I'm looking at using for. It's not something that's I'm really like using it like to hinge my entire resume on. Um, but that's just kind of it's I think it's kind of a neat thing to have to be like this is something that I was passionate about. And I think if you can get an interviewer to bring up things you're passionate about, that is something that's always going to look a lot more attractive than talking about things that sound good, but you might not necessarily be too interested in. Yeah. I I remember in my first interviews coming out of college, that was, it was the only thing that we talked, well, not the only thing, but it was the main part of what we talked about. And it was nice because it broke up the mundane of what was probably interview after interview for them of the same stuff. And here you get to tell these stories and it kind of tr- it transitions the process from an interview into an actual conversation. Yeah. And I think when you get into that, that's kind of what gets you hired. Yeah, I would definitely say like once you can relate with people, like that's what I found time and time again. Like there's interviews and there's interview questions, but it's kind of that aspect, at least in my experience, is like it, if you can kind of take control of the interview in a way that like doesn't feel like you're being aggressive, like it really helps out a lot and like lets you kind of guide the conversation more, which tends to go in my favor a lot more yeah right and uh so now staying staying in poland did you get to go to any other countries when you were in europe or um was other than a layover in germany that was that was the extent of it so yeah we we our flight there was a so going to poland in january is usually confusing to people because it is so freaking cold um but i'm from wisconsin man so i was i was more than ready i thought i was more than ready but it is it is cold <laughs> Well, no, yeah, it's probably about this. Is it colder than Wisconsin so or is it about the same? It's about the same temperature, but it's like damp. And in Wisconsin, we tend to drive someplace and then go inside there. Like we'd be walking outside for hours at a time. And so I was really thankful that the uh, the alcohol was affordable because it definitely kept you warm. <laughs> yeah. Get nice and toasty. Exactly. Right? So, uh, so then when you were in Poland, this is a question I like when people go to these other European countries, because you hear so much, so much of travel is the food. Mm -hmm. 
And but is there anything specific to? Is it just sausage or what? Oh, what is Polish food pierogies, consist of? Is man. there anything that I don't know? Pierogies. Pierogies. So they're these like little kind of like dumpling type things. Like think of like kind of like an Asian dumpling, but then in, instead inside it's like mashed potatoes and cheeses and spices. And then, like, they have, like, all these different kinds and all, like, every city we'd go to would try and find a pierogi place. Because, like, you can get these frozen pierogies in the U.S. Or if you have, like, a grandma that makes them, you might actually have some authentic ones. But they're, like, you go into a restaurant and they're hand-making them, like, and it was just so delicious. And just, that was probably, like, the food, like, as far as, like, a Polish food, like, the pierogies are really good. But, like, just... You know how, like, in America, we have really good Mexican food, and I kind of attribute that because we're close to Mexico, and, like, they have, like, that more authentic, like, like people who actually know how to make it. And in Poland, I feel like, I don't know if it's the same, but there are other European um, foods that were there, like, just, like, Italian food in Poland was some of the best Italian food I've ever had, which was a really weird experience. And, like, the kebab places, like, if after a, a late night, like, just stopping at a kebab place, it's, like, kind of like Euros, just, it was just such, like, a... Yeah. It hit the spot after like a late night. Oh, that's a, yeah, that sounds really delicious. Actually, I I kind of under I wasn't expecting so much positive food from Poland. So that that's really that's really good. I'm gonna have to check some of that out. I'll, I'll it was oddly very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so so yeah, the food. Is there what do they drink in Poland? Is it just like vodka or what are, um, what are you drinking over there? So that was yeah. That is I. Uh, it, beer and vodka and it was weird because it's so like in the u.s like I'll, i mean i'm always drinking water you know like there's water fountains at a corner like you can always like get tap water in poland like they wouldn't give me tap water like it was they were really weird about it and like i asked if it was not safe or something They're like like we, we just don't drink tap water and so it was water was literally more expensive than beer most of the places we went so i ended up drinking a lot of beer <laughs> Wow, that's and so, so weird. Like was, so, you, so if you drink water and pour, you're drinking, it's a bottle of water. Is that right? Yeah. So you have to buy a bottle, and so like unless you could like go to a convenience store, like you could drink tap water, and, and like a lot of us did, and it was fine. But it was just like almost like people, the locals there didn't, and I don't know why. And so like we would just a lot of times you'd get like we would just order a beer with every meal, and it was just and it wasn't like like that weird stigma of like oh you're drinking. It was just like oh like. Like, I guess, yeah, like coffee in the morning and, like, beer with pretty much every other meal. And then vodka, if you really wanted to spice things up a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, beer, yeah, beer is, however, like, 95% water anyways. So I guess it's a better way to exactly. take it. And if you're going to be there for an extended period of time, maybe you get a Brita or a filter or something. But you guys were there for two weeks. So I guess bottled water yeah. is probably the, the way to go. And the was fine. Like, I would fill it up at, like, if we had, like, a hostel or at the apartments we'd stay at, I'd fill up my water bottle in the morning. But, like... You go to a restaurant, they're just super weird about like filling your bottle. I don't know why. Like I never really got an answer for that. And uh, so, do you now from from these twelve days? Do you have a, a story that you can tell me, or anything that happened maybe out of the ordinary? Or there was a lot, man. Um, <laughs> That's like, what I want to hear. Uh, like the cool thing, I guess, was like we got to go to Kashubia, which is like it's kind of like a it's like a separate region within Poland. That's like a like an ethnic minority group and we ended up our group met with the president of the group and like they had like the press there and they were interviewing us we had like a formal tea with them and he gave us like a tour of like their little town and it was like (laughs) it definitely felt like it's like political pawns in like his re-election but it was i was totally okay with it because we got some amazing snacks um other like that was like the cool thing but um 
No. One night we were and we were in Warsaw. Uh-huh. And we were just going out and we see an Irish pub, which like while in Poland, you know, you go to Irish pubs. We go in because we just kind of were like, oh, like, let's get I, like I like Guinness. Like I've had Guinness in the US, yeah. but Guinness from a place in Europe is good. But I we've later learned because we, we go up, we, we grab it's a pub. We grab some Guinness. We're just talking. It's been like a long day and it's maybe like four or five in the afternoon. And then we go back down and order another one and we run into a guy. He's from Ireland at the bar and we're like oh hey man like that's so sweet and he's like oh like it's good here but like it's way better in ireland and like you have to take his word for it and um we, then we go back upstairs and i was just like we were, we were talking back upstairs and like the irish guy was still downstairs and we didn't and i was just thinking to myself like this is the first guy we found who speaks english like the people in poland speak english but this is like the first like native english speaker we had like run into and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs and invite him back up. And the guys I was with were kind of like, that's kind of weird. But you know what? P- you're Peter. Like, I kind of have this reputation of doing stuff like that. And I go back down. And then there's two Aussies. These two Australian guys at the bar talking to the Irish guy. I'm like, you know, guys, come upstairs. We'll buy you around. And we ended up being there until about two in the morning. Just shooting the shit with these guys. And to this day, we still all talk to each other. And we just had, like, crazy conversations and just really it, it was just kind of crazy to think that in like such a short period of time that like, you can like get really close to people and i think that's like the beauty of traveling abroad is like people who go on these adventures like they really it really opens their mind and like we just had such amazing conversations and that i don't know that really sticks out to me it's just like a really it really stuck with me as an amazing ex- part of like traveling abroad is just like we we met these guys for like one night. And we like met up one other night, and like we still talk to this day. Yeah, you should. I'm actually just writing a post about that now. It's how like relationships. You should try your hardest to keep in touch with these these people, and you know, not just through like what they're doing at Facebook, but send them an email and send them messages and keep up to date with them. And you never know when you're gonna go to Ireland or Australia or something, and then you've got a good friend you can sleep on their couch or you know whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's huge. And, like, people I ran into, like, I ran into a couple from um, France there, and we just, like, just very casual conversation at a bar, and I was like, hey, look, like, I'm from the U.S., and I was just wondering, like, could I give you my contact information, and if I'm traveling through, like, would I be able to, like, stop by? And they're like, and not a single person I asked that to said no. And so, like, I have, like, not a lot, but I have, like, four or five people, like, spread across Europe now that if I travel, like, from what they told me, at least, like, they'd be okay with me crashing on their couch, like, if I needed a place to stay, and, like, also, like, having a local to show you around is a, is a huge game changer. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that, you're right, that is a huge game changer, and, and now you've got these contacts, and hopefully, and I'm sure the feeling's mutual if they come over to the United States, so. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. So, there, so there you go, and, and now, did you pick up anything, like, book recommendations, blogs, apps, uh, did you, is there anything you used while you were traveling, or is there anything you recommend just from you, just generally, um, or? I mean, Google has been my savior in some situations. So, like, one thing they told us to do was, like, download the maps of where you're going to be ahead of time, because, like, I didn't really have service over there, but then since I already, I pre-downloaded the maps on Google Maps, which you, if you Google that, it's super easy to do, and that way I, like, because your GPS will still work even if you don't have data, and so I was able to like navigate if I got lost and then Google translate, like you just download the language for the country you're going to. And that was just helpful, like talking to taxi drivers and things like that. And like, I don't know, like that was probably the biggest thing. Like outside of that, I didn't really use too much. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. I mean, two weeks. Yeah. I don't, I don't expect you to 
uncover a hidden gem in that time. So, yeah. uh, and then is, do you have a, do you have a quote you'd like to add? I know that's, you might not be. Ooh. Um, so one thing, like one of the que- questions like that was in the email was like talking about like, what have you maybe like the perspective you've gained? Yeah. And like, gonna... that made me think, um, like that made me think a whole lot about, um, just, I don't I didn't, I think it's really easy to think of people as different, especially, I mean, being a political science major and sociology major, that's a huge topic right now. Just like that polarity in our country. But when you like go to another country, like these people who are supposed to be foreigners and different and like, Oh, like they're not Americans or like, you're not Polish. But at the end of the day, like, almost everyone on a like man-to-man level is just there to talk and live their life and and it just made me just realize like we're a lot more similar than i thought we would be and there's a quote by mark twain i looked this up because i wanted to be prepared um (laughs) that he said like it was um it was in a book he wrote in like 18 like 69 so like just keep that in mind with like how relevant this is today and he said Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all of one's life. And I love the I love just, the end of it. Yeah, and you, you yeah. got out of your own little corner. Yeah, it's just, I'm actually I'm just writing about this now about how you ha- you actually have to leave in order to fi- like find out more about yourself because you're growing up in a place mm-hmm. where everyone is everyone is raised it's like like most people didn't grow up getting ready for a high school football game on a friday night and it's like it's completely different in other parts of the world so yeah and it's just it was so cool and like i've just i guess going forward like i just try and remind myself i think it's really easy to fall into habits of like judging or like prejudice and just constantly reminding yourself that like no like there's there's a lot more to a person than what someone else tells you about them right yeah don't um yeah, don't judge a book by its cover, and you never you never know what someone's been through, and yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, is there, is there anything else you'd want to add? I'm, I'm sure you recommend studying abroad to um, people. Like, it's, yeah, it was I would lived up to the hype. Or... Yeah, and I mean, I guess just like one thing to be aware of is, like, so going to Poland was like the least expensive trip they offered, and so yeah, I ended up paying like twenty seven hundred dollars, and that's for like two weeks, including a college credit and whatnot, but. That's something just to keep in mind is that since if you are doing it for college credit, they're going to charge you separately, at least in, in my school, that was my case. They charge you separately for the college credit. So just keep that in mind when you're planning financially. I was fortunate that it wasn't a big deal for me, but some of the people on the trip that kind of was like a not the best surprise to find out after the fact that like it was there's an additional charge for the credits. But like e- even if I had to like pay that full price, like we ended up getting a refund because we didn't spend as much money as we thought, like I would I'd go back in a heartbeat. Like it was just such an amazing experience. Good. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to finish. Thank you very much, Peter, for being here, guys. Please give a, an honest review of the show. Let me know what I can on the on iTunes or wherever you're listening. On all as always, we're on social media, so Twitter, uh, Facebook for new posts, and then sometimes Instagram and Snap, Pinterest too for new posts. Um, and yeah, Peter, thank you very much for being here. Uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, totally. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks.